live uh, from your free flow headquarters. No, I don't need to write a joke here. We're actually at free flow headquarters. That's true. Where's the energy? You're here. Connecticut. It's a business pants Friday show here at March 17th studios featuring Ari the Data Queen, Jesse the Money Whisperer, Whisper. BS Man Matt Muscardi. I heard a lot of BS coming out of Matt today. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was. And I mean Board Saber Metrics. Hey! Yeah. yeah. Play. And he was the other. very capably selling our product, How Board Saber Metrics. On uh, today's weekly wrap up on the Friday show, Sucky Banks, Clean Tech Goals. Sounds boring. Oh. Bankers named Frank Boo. and Chatbot Palooza. Boo. Oh. Chatbot. Yeah. We like Paloozas here. There's a lot of Paloozas. All right. You start to roll right into the story of the week right with this. the great Damien Rollis. That's none of that's real. <laughs> here we go. This is easy for me this week. One of the easier weeks. I don't even think I had to open the headline documents. <laughs> Number one, bank collapses. There were three banks that collapsed, right, Mark? Uh, my oh, my <laughs> God. What? Right, Matt? It's only five years. Signature together. Bank, Silicon Valley Bank, Silvergate Capital, Credit Suisse almost collapsed. Credit Suisse got a giant lifeline. First and Republic First Republic was, just got bailed out. Right. So. Uh, but the hard highlight here. Those stories. What's that? Hard to escape those stories this week. It's hard. The highlight for me is uh, this article that came out today that SVB's disgraced ex-CEO, uh, Greg Becker, seen holidaying in Hawaii days after the second biggest bank collapse in what? U.S. history. Tough where do you want him? Where, where, does he, where do you expect him to be? I Ma want people to be like egging his house and car in San Francisco. Well, they are <laughs> doing that in San Francisco, which is why he's in Hawaii. I want them to be egging <laughs> his house nice people are. I want him in a dirty Santa suit in a dirty mall. Talking to the constituents of the bank. I do think that is the greatest idea you've ever had. Off air yesterday, you said that everybody who's like a failed executive should have to work as a mall Santa for two mm. weeks. This is the guy who has sold nearly $30 million in shares in the company over the past two years, including a, a quick sale of $4 million worth of shares that went through on February 27th. Of this year? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. That's so did he fishy. just buy this house in Hawaii or with that money? Who knows? <laughs> Whoa. Well, when they claw back the money, he's probably going to have to return the house, right? Sure. I mean, where uh, did SBF go, go after all he's his in things? Prison. He's in prison. No, he's at home home prison. Right? He's not yeah, in actual prison. I mean, but w didn't he? Wasn't he in a tropical location? Virgin? Well, speaking Bahamas, because that's oh, where they Bahamas? located their company. Oh. Speaking of SBF, there were a bunch of CEO stories that I didn't capture today. One being that the uh, SBF had put $2.2 billion into his private account from FTX. Yeah, $2.2 billion. Yeah. And that his workers at FTX had a $200 a day DoorDash allowance. That's $200. Nice. <laughs> that's nice. To, is it though? What would you yeah. eat? No, I'd eat we salads every so day. Bloated. How much corned beef salad. hash could you shove in for two hundred dollars? <laughs> uh, Happy St. Patty's Day. Uh, the, I just want to wrap up the bank collapses category. Uh, the, Matt and I covered these headlines a lot earlier this week. The the get woke go broke storyline that the Silicon Valley bank collapsed because of its wokeness, which I think is a. I think that's great. It's an important moment for the history of what we do because there couldn't be a less woke company yeah, that we can I find. Think, I think it's great. I think <laughs> this it, helps our talking. I points. think it really jumps the shark. Yeah. It's it's really a, like a nice 
ribbon on the top of the pointless political talking points. I like it. And it rhymes. <laughs> uh, the number two story of the week, which is a th- thrilling to me because I'm the one who collects all the headlines and I'm just glad I didn't have to do a bunch of these, is that the Oscars that nobody cared about. Nobody cared about the Oscars this week because of the banks. No, that's <laughs> not. That's no, who marginally cares? true. Who cared about the Oscars? Asian Americans. Oh, okay. They did sweep. Yeah, sure. that's true. Okay, fine. Here's the headline I pulled from the Oscars. Oscars goodie bags contained unseemly gift certificates for Aboriginal land. What's that? Uh, so what's they, a, so what's a certificate? <laughs> gift certificate? So a certificate to a plot of land in Aboriginal territory, one square meter of indigenous territory in Northeast Australia. And according to the people who actually control that land, they, they knew nothing about it. It's just a What? Yes, yes. Who sold that? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, they weren't consulted. Uh, it's some kind of a strange money-making conservation ploy. What? Yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. like somebody just printed that in their office and stuffed all the bags. I read it. that they have that based on the value of what was gifted. It turns out to be, if you live in California, about $46,000 of sales tax that they would pay on those because it, it's gifts. So they have to claim it as income. Huh. Yeah, what? But... but but there are, but now they get to go and say it's actually not a gift because there's no thing there. No one actually yeah, uh, no, gave us land rights. Bag. Well, the there's whole also gift bag in total. what else was oh. in there? Vouchers for cosmetic surgery. What? Yes, Complimentary yes. stays at a lighthouse in Italy. And there was like this <laughs> chocolate place in Canada that they got like a weekend stay to. I really would have thought that like an iPad was in there. Oh, that's you're no, no, yeah, that you're that's like, so you're poor. That was like that's, yeah, you're <laughs> you don't think like a rich person. <laughs> yeah, but you, the amount of plastic surgery they were gifted i was like that's insane <laughs> what a blue collar attendee Ari would have made <laughs> speaking of things that nobody cared about the number third story of the week uh the larry fink letter something yeah. that, he, that he didn't even care about yeah. larry fink was so tired of his own letter that he just he, he i think he had chat gpt write it about the economy to, like slide under the radar of all the shit that happened this week the he big, only cares about music the big takeaway here talk, talk. life <laughs> The big takeaway here is that no mention to VSG uh, dialed back the, the talk of any kind of sustainability. He wasn't even defensive. He was just sort of in the middle. He was not defensive. Right. That was, yeah. Last year he was defensive, right? Wasn't he starting to get a little irritated about the woke, anti-woke pushback? And it wasn't, hadn't quite started yet. Last okay. year it really ramped up at the end of the year, okay. but he was starting in on the talking point that he said ESG is not woke. Okay. Last year, but, this, but now he's just like it's. Now not he's a topic. just like you know what? I'm so tired of talking about whether it's woke or not. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> That's I'll show you. And finally, the fourth story of the week, because I'm always like oddly plugging us, is that the fourth story is that the world needs free float and board saber metrics. Always. This is the one Ari's voting for, or <laughs> or uh, Jesse's definitely voting. Here's the for headline: She always is trying to sell our stuff. Our friends at Bloomberg. The collapse at SVB, the Silicon Valley Bank, exposes lazy ESG funds as hundreds bought into Doom Bank. But hey, we had the data that could shed some different angles and light on that. They SVB still would have bought. Reach the, out to they us. They still would have bought the same bank. All right, well, um, just trying to plug our product. All right, who's voting? I'll right. go first. Yeah. The bank collapse. The bank. That's a boring. You don't seem to usually go for the obvious boring. It's just it's boring, but, but it's it the story of the week. Everything. It's the story of the week. Has to be free so. float board saber metrics. <laughs> See, I told the you, world. Jesse would do that. Not for Jesse. Um, the it, it is the bank collapse, and it's the bank collapse because I've been on like se- yeah, Ari's correct. I'm shocked um, Matt didn't pick the Oscars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, the it, it's the story of the week because we've gotten like four 
client calls as a result of this. I'll tell you why. Because the cursory analysis of ESG ratings is that they had nothing to say about right. these banks. They, uh, even ESG forgot that G was part of ESG. Right. And, and that's what we do here. We put the who into all this nonsense, and we have a lot to say. Yeah, we put have the everything. Who into it turns the G. Out. Yeah, so I'm going to say that actually it's a tie that Jesse and Ari are both correct because Ooh. it's really the same thing. We have two stories of the week. So that's the story of the week. The bank banks collapse and people are calling us. <laughs> it is a story that someone I, called I, us. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say this very carefully to all of our listeners. A- anytime there's any type of collapse like this in the corporate world, our data will will have something to say about it invariably. Walgreens. That, that sounds vaguely like a guarantee. It is a guarantee. The Walgreens <laughs> stops selling the abortion pill. Our data pointed directly at to this creepy dude who controlled the entire board influence. It's true. That happened. So we were able to look right beyond the female CEO, right into the eyes of a creepy dude <laughs> Good. who controlled love- <laughs> the influence and got rid of abortion pills even in states where it's legal. I will tell you this, Our too. Our data. Um, Ari managed to compile a list of the types of boards by like the government type of each board. And we found that 72% of boards in the world, not the US, in the world are either totalitarian as in one person controls the majority of influence at that board like Zuck or oligarchies where it's like three white like guys these banks. <laughs> yeah. like these like these banks yeah. like three white guys control the majority of influence at the board well i'll tell you that should ter- that, yeah. that that is the death of the alternative democracy there is no democracy well i'll tell you what our data pointed directly to at signature bank silvergate capital and svb is what you just said it's a small cohort of long tenured white men who absolutely control the influence at these Boards. Democracy is dead. That's my takeaway. Okay. NPR, I need to call you up. This is where we need Let's to. Let's move on. Make our day. To me. Good news of the week. Ari, the data queen. Ari, I think you're you're going to be speaking at an upcoming conference. Will you at least introduce yourself as the data queen? <laughs> yeah. Please. Like I would pay so much to hear, to see that. Maybe. Instead of like any initials beside her name, like I have CPA. That's dumb. Give her <laughs> data no. queen. You know how the like Ohio State. You know how like um like gang members when they're like in fully initiated, really no. they have they like the tattoo. teardrop or that tattoo. Can yeah. you? So what's hers? A number. Your function. Like sign? instead of like a. T- Teardrop next Cell to her formula. eye. It's a it's a number next to her eye, so right. that everyone knows. She's We're getting silly queen. here. <laughs> but how dare us? Go ahead. Let's start with some good news. This is a serious place. Please bring us back to serious land. Novo Nordisk. That sounds serious. I hope I'm saying this unfortunately. right. Unfortunately, yeah. To slash U.S. insulin prices following move by Eli oh, Lilly. Oh, we like Ooh, Eli Lilly. That, I like that version no, we of don't. FOMO. Well, <laughs> earlier this wow. month. Eli Lilly said that it would cut the list prices for its most commonly prescribed insulin products by 70%. And guess what happened next? Like you just told us. This other company, Novo Nordisk, Nordisk. This is where she repeats herself. Which owns 43% of the market share in the U.S. and Canada, also said it would reduce the price, the list price of unbranded insulin by 65 to 75% based on the product. Here's the math they did. They were like, you know what? Um, we Nobody's have forty-three percent of the market anymore. share. Um, the unbranded amount is like twelve percent of that, Nuh-uh. and the rest of it is is a Novo Nordisk Super Insulin. Of course, you I would don't poop think on so. Yeah, it's it's. 
It can't. Well, they don't do this unless it's pure FOPO, which is fear of getting priced out. Um, then <laughs> I oh, think yeah. it's is FOPO. I just made it up. Uh, I like that. I think it's I do. I, we've argued that like once one person does it, then it's setting a precedent and these like macho men are going to be like, we need to do that too. Well, this is where the, the data points where we're talking about matter because it's really three dudes controlling the board, right? So if you're talking about five companies all moving the same direction and they're all oligarchies, that's really 15 people <laughs> making the decision for like for the majority of, America. of Americans. And Canadians. Ooh, scary. Uh, well, come on. Not Canadians. Well, they don't have as much trouble affording their insulin as Americans do. Yeah, socialized medicine. Come True. On. Stop it. All right, so, come on. Can we have anyway, a, non, we have a non-diabetes time. topic? <laughs> I don't relate to this. <laughs> I don't know. After all the pastries we've eaten, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> you might need this soon. Oh wow! What else you got? All, all right. right, number two, Ford issues men's only Ford Explorer. I don't understand this. How is this? They were in a commercial. Tell us. And the commercial starts out with a tough guy voice. Okay. Voice over, like, you know, Do Ford Explorer. Tough guy voice. Cost yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It goes something like this. Introducing. The men's only Ford Explorer with no windshield wipers. Wait, what? No heater. Oh, no joke. turn signals. No rear view mirrors. No GPS. Are you kidding? Ah, it's missing all the parts created by women. Oh, I like wow. this. Wow. Right? Wow. I thought it was great. I thought it was so great. These are, these are usually parts. praise commercials. I like here. this. I thought it was a, like smart. Yeah, satire smart. to highlight women inventors and cool. their inventions that we use in our everyday lives. And these are all the things that men probably hate in cars they make anyway. Us safe. <laughs> Ruby mirrors. Sure. Turn signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Most people don't use them Believe anymore. It or not, so people don't use turn signals, I which know. is wild. Well, before I included Ford on here, I did have to go look at their board representation for yeah, women. Tell us. Tell us. And even though Ford is a controlled family firm with mm -hmm. two Ford men on the board. It is, so it's a totalitarian board that Matt was talking about. The leftover influence, there are 30% female directors and they hold 32% of that's those. Wait, 32% nice. of, of, of the leftover? leftover. Yeah. Oh, that's I a feel lot like though. For Ford 30, brothers own like 30, it's 30% of the leftovers too. Okay, so and these are not family members of leftovers. Correct. And for the industry, I mean, I look, feel like you that's take the good. wins where you get them. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> that's what you learn. How much influence do the do the does a Ford family member do the do they control? Well, most like, of seventy percent plus percent, like sixty percent. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> Basically, but all the leftovers is women. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really care. I like this one. Yeah, I thought it was great. And yeah. we you need know. to we need to we need to think about using satire in our shows and snark. We it should, was we just so. <laughs> This it was is, just no, so this is a serious yeah, show. That's right. And okay. you know, I don't know. It's not in your face. It's not like who's going to be upset about this? Are Texas and Florida going to not allow Ford yeah, how sales was Vivek now? Gonna spin this to be like unexcellent? I think DeSantis was on Fox News this morning saying <laughs> that like um, let's burn that, all the cop that cars. That explains why oh. Ford cars are are the largest proportion of cop that might accidents. Be true. That might be true. Right? But they're spending time it's on this. The ad. women's fault. It's like DeSantis's campaign is going is going to do something like that, and it'll be like that meme that goes around where they show the picture of a plane from World. World War II <laughs> and all the bullet holes in the plane and all the bullet holes in the plane What's are on the about? wings and so they put armor on the wings but the thing was 
all the planes that got hit not where the bullet holes were were the ones that crashed and were destroyed so you couldn't get the data. They're going to say something about that like uh, with Ford. You follow me? I like what you're saying, but I have no idea what you're talking you about. But I, but, I, but, but I bet you there's someone out there who's loving Somebody's that li- Somebody liked that analogy. So I really like this commercial. Go All for right, it. what else you got? What else is good this week? Last one. Diesel Giant Cummins has a... Th- oh, no, definitely not Cummins, is Aww, it? 13... Oh, you're going to hate the words here. Go ahead. $13 billion clean tech goal. Tell us. Well, Cummins is the largest independent engine manufacturer for commercial and industrial equipment. Okay. okay. They make things like diesel engines and generators. Okay. Currently, their clean tech business makes up only 1.5 of their $28 billion revenue. Oh, well, $13 billion, that's like almost half. No? It will be, yeah. Wow. So, Cummins CEO and president- It's their goal. That's the oh. goal. Jennifer Rumsey. Oh wait, what CEO? What's her? What's the name of CEO? Jennifer. Jennifer. Rumsey. See yep. what happened there? See? Yeah. Mm. Yep. This is not excellent. She wants to get this 1.5 percent to 50 percent over the next seven years, and under her wow. tenure, Cummins has folded its existing clean power product into a new brand. It's called Accelera. Oh, I'm lost. And they will care. focus on batteries. Yeah, now it's a you, commercial. No, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Accelera is going to become a competitor in green tech, specifically okay. going up against Tesla. Oh, good. Woo-hoo, right? Do we, do we know the influencer data on Cummins, the board? Do we know? We don't have it here. I we don't, don't have it. Well, not handy. I'm just asking. Anyway, they're, they're going to do a whole bunch of I like cool this. things. And if this I is think I like this. No, you don't. You're saying that because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. At least they have feelings. a goal. I'm just amazed that... Better than not having a goal. I'm just happy. Somebody's going up against Tesla in green... I know I'm incredibly simple-minded, but I am... This is true. ...weirdly Technology. just pleased that the CEO of the largest independent engine manufacturer for commercial and industrial equipment is a woman. I actually think yeah. that... I am. I'm pleased about I it. I know. Actually, I, you know what? I did look at their board data and... Yeah. Forty-eight percent of the influence is with women. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they represent like thirty percent. So when of we the retape board. this show, Ooh. we'll add that into the. I think she just added it. I, in I just now. It. No, no, I did. See, I like that. No, I like the, this. Know what I like about it? What makes it good list is that Ari's husband works for Pratt, which I think is a <laughs> direct a competitor. Of, you're not allowed to talk about this. Um, I think they're a direct Are we competitor. To talk about I think. This? I think we just praise the competitor. Uh, Are we allowed to talk about this? Sure. <laughs> Are those the three good stories? These are my three good stories. Fopo uh, in the drug market. Fopo. Reducing insulin prices. Ford issues a satirical look at why women are excellent, actually. Uh-huh. Right? And diesel giant Cummins has a clean tech goal. Oh, don't read it like <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, a goal. I don't know about these goals. When you read it like that, it's, it's like pretty sad. Doesn't it? I'm confused. Has a Anyone have an early check. vote? I don't know I'll where vote. to go. Go ahead. I'm going to vote for Ford yeah, because too, I yeah. like the Novo Nordisk, but it says two slash. So it hasn't happened yet. And I guess there's still time for them not to, although yeah. I, hope, I hope they fall through. You know what? So I'm voting Ford because that's pretty badass. I'm going to, before Matt goes... Because I, I, I'm not voting for Ford. So I'm going to let see if Matt has a tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I'm going Cummins. Oh, interesting. Mostly because of you didn't really thing? sway me with the remaining directors held this much influence. You kind of won me. You know what you said? The Ford board that the the uh-huh. non-Ford directors control uh-huh. the women control thirty percent of the influence. Uh, okay, that's. I like the Cummins. You said about half the board's controlled by female influence. So, mm. so that aligns with us, and I like that. So I'm going to vote Cummins here. All right. 
Let um, Matt break the tie. Yeah, but Ari's going to break the tie because you're both wrong. Good. Um, because I can't celebrate That's a fine. fake public company's commercial about um, <laughs> uh, female in, like, uh, I inventors. I can't. I like that commercial. I mean, how many of them did Ford actually give credit to those female inventors and they get paid and they own the patents? What, 0% of them? Um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And, and the Cummins one, um, I, we used to joke at uh, the mothership Did about we? the banks giving financing goals for clean tech. They would like lay out, oh. we're going to finance this much clean tech. And then it turns out clean tech was like a nuclear project by their brother <laughs> Gus. No, this and is what I'm like, telling um, you. This is green hydrogen. Batteries. This is fuel cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff that like uh, one day, 40 years from now, someone will care about. Congratulations. Novo Nordisk. I, what I'm, what I'm think is goodliest of the week is that FOPO exists. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it's the good. correct direction where they basically one person. And what this is is proof of herd think can work both ways. You can bring down a bank with one percenter meme banks runs mm-hmm. uh, by tech bros, and mm-hmm. uh, or you can lower insulin costs in the Woo-hoo. same exact way. Do it True. that way. All right, you're the tiebreaker. What's the actual goodliest story of the week? Oh, shit. Okay. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to go with... It's one uh, right answer. You poisoned my brain, man. <laughs> insulin does. No, go with what you really, go with what you really I think. Mean, I'm swayed, that's, too. That's, that's what no, I No, I'm not swayed. That's why I always, it. That's why it's important. I'm always remote. pushing our data, always. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's one right answer I want. Uh, that brings us to assholiest of the week. Matt's introducing himself. Yeah, you, you should introduce down. your own. You should introduce yourself for this one. Okay, assholiest of the okay, week. By me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go, Matt. Oh, I like how short Matt's <laughs> section <laughs> looks this week. Yeah, except there's five items on. I don't care, but it's just there's no there's no paragraph. Well, the first item is Damien. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I've been nominated. You've been nominated a lot for asshole. Of the week. <laughs> I know because everybody nominates true. me yeah, for it. I'm a, I feel proud. Um, Damien, who after 20 years of being an <laughs> analyst, an yeah, but analyst, a G, analyzing a G analyst. companies, G governance. He had to use chat GPT to figure out earnings before taxes for Credit Suisse. He couldn't find it on a report. That's where you're wrong. I used it for TSR. Oh, you used it for TSR? (laughs) Because I couldn't understand the actual dividend yield. Even worse. So I let them calculate it for me. (laughs) And it was was beautiful. (laughs) I loved it. Although I, I have to say that... I had to ask the same question five times in a row for it to a- finally answer it. it so kept, you're saying Chat GPT is the asshole yeah, for it, not it answering kept the balking, question? And I didn't understand why it, it wouldn't answer fast me. Fast enough for him. Wasn't <laughs> efficient enough. Not the fact that you me had to Ar- ask. Yeah, Ari had been asking him for five hours. So <laughs> what? I'm a governance earth? analyst. I don't do financials, income statements. Oh, this is this is embarrassing. If only someone knew those on our team. <laughs> yeah, we, we, do we have is a there, CPA at the company? Is there a CPA here? Yeah. <laughs> So Damien's number one. We do, one. actually. It's Jesse. Um, number two. Look, um, it would be easy. Uh, my number five here is meme bank runs by 1% tech bros. That's sort of like a dumb dunking on tech bros who brought down a bank. Actually, I'm going to... But why wouldn't we do that? Yeah, because it's boring and it's okay. easy. So my number two here is Barney Frank. Yeah, he looked. He didn't look too good this week. Look, Barney Frank, if you lived through the 2008 financial crisis, was the guy in Congress grilling executives yep. about their poor governance, about how they needed, like, you know, the government needed to intervene and create these government systems. 
Um, it's Dodd Frank yeah, is well, the bill. No, it, notice his name was second. Maybe it was more Dodd. <laughs> Even if it was 80-20. Let's just say it's 80-20 Dodd versus Frank. Frank still, his name's there. It's yeah. You can't scrub that from the record. And Barney Frank, who was on the board of Signature Bank. Oh, he was indeed. Who allowed, I mean, whatever you think about Frank and his governance or him like need, wanting to be on the board, because his quote was, I need to make money, right? <laughs> like that was why he was on the board. Whatever yeah. you think about that, once you're on the board, how hard is it to say to Signature Bank, hey, our risk committee should have a risk expert on it and maybe not two well, executives from the bank on it. Matt, he also lobbied to increase the threshold from right from 50 billion no to low wait to increase from 50 billion dollars to 100 yeah, so billion dollars so they were exempt less less regulation over his bank so you don't have to do that that's wait, such right? a like Barney Frank did that Barney he himself Frank did that he himself, Barney Frank of Dodd-Frank did yes, that. Yes, lobbied so that Signature Bank would avoid regulations, regulations. that he created. And his excuse was, I need to make money. Like, And then he, he has a it's whole a lot, sentence where he talks money. He talks about, like, you know, speaker fees don't do it. I didn't want to be a lobbyist They do do time. it, by the way. And they like, do help you make money. I, like, I don't know what kind of cost Barney Frank has. And kudos to him for dipping into capitalism and making some money. But you can also have a modicum of integrity when your name is the regulatory bill that you just tried to get yourself I, exempted I, from. I, I cry That's foul on this one because I've spent a lot of time in Western Mass. You need like a couple dollars for a coffee, maybe like $20 for some weed. What else do you he really need? He doesn't live in Western Mass still, oh, he does moved. he? Okay, all right. <laughs> maybe he does need money. So, Barney Frank, you're number two on my asshole list. Um, wow. Number three is totally unrelated. Okay. <laughs> But we discovered this this week. Yeah. Strive Asset Management. That's Vivek, presidential Vivek candidate. Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy's pre company, presidential yeah. candidate. I can't believe we say presidential candidate like it means something. Well, yeah, he what was does on it our mean? show. Yeah, it's true. What does I know. it mean? It's just so funny. Um, the most meritocratic company in the history of companies, right? That's their thing. Strive. Meritocracy. Strive. Right. No more DEI because it's not a meritocracy. What did they do? What did we discover that happened it could have happened two weeks ago, but we discovered it this mm -hmm. week. They started an activist campaign against Salesforce. Yeah, it was a funny, funny campaign. Uh, they were the, by far, they had like 6,000 shares in Salesforce. And the other, there were four other activists who had millions <laughs> of shares. My right? favorite like, part of the campaign was that they wanted to remove all utterances, all instances of the term stakeholder capitalism. They could, you couldn't that even was talk campaign. about it. You yeah. couldn't even. Their campaign was, don't say stakeholder capitalism. Yeah, don't even say Stop it. Stop with racial equity audits. Stop with thinking about race and diversity at all. That was their campaign. Yeah. And even Mark Benioff made a joke about it. Like anyone with a buck apparently can do like a you know activist campaign. It was something along those lines. What did they do? They're so proud of their campaign. They removed the letter they sent to Salesforce from their website. Yeah, because a few days later... Because yeah. two days after they sent it, mm -hmm. Salesforce announced their largest banner quarter ever. Right. <laughs> and Ooh, and like they, they... Take the letter down. They, they, they just could not deny the excellence. Can, can, I, can I add an addendum here? Can you add an addendum? Is that redundant? Addendum the addendum. Can I addendum this? What? We had a lot of fun with their voting record at Strive, mostly because they their version of a meritocracy is basically targeting women. Women, mostly women. Yeah. Get them uh, out. 
They haven't updated it since we've started making fun of them. It's like stagnated at January 19th. What's going on there? What's we, wrong? We, <laughs> we made fun of it so but much. Come on, Strive. They realize they can't publish this anymore. Publish it. We, we want to make fun of you more. So the meritocracy died when Salesforce actually wow. having nothing to do with Strive and stakeholder capitalism or whatever they want to say is the big problem. Had a banner year and they... They quietly, very quietly. But thanks to the Wayback Machine, if you want a copy of the letter, if you want a copy yeah, to I see found what, it in Wayback like 30 machine. seconds. Oh we, have, we have a copy. If you want a copy, we'll send it to you. You can stamp it, funny activists, whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you assholes quietly yeah. removed it. Your after. problem, Strive, is that we have a nerdy librarian on staff. That's <laughs> me. And I found that letter in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, and the last asshole of this week, mm-hmm. ISS. Oh, why, do you have to, why are we always piling on ISS? Here's the headline. Top proxy advisor, Institutional Shareholder Services, ISS, yeah. on Thursday said it would expand its offering of conservative-leaning counsel. What does that mean? It means they changed their global policy because Republicans say they don't think about conservative thought enough. They added a part to their policy that says they will consider basically conservative ideals in their proxy voting. Do they have examples? Uh, no, I, it wasn't that expansive. Okay. What it is is fucking ridiculous. Okay. And they don't have political ideology in the rest of it. They don't. They they just assume that because you're into diversity, you must be liberal, or right. that like you believe in separating the roles of chair and CEO. It's a big liberal yeah. That's a liberal cause. <laughs> you know, another big liberal cause is tying CEO yeah, pay or, to or voting against a director or failed attendant. That's like a liberal <laughs> a idea. Li- a liberal cause is yeah. we will ask follow up questions if your director oversaw a bankruptcy. That's, right. that's that's all the liberal stuff. The conservative stuff, the, the 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 bowing to the conservative ideology is, will will consider your ideology. So this is their basically version of like, the Larry Fink letter, I suppose. It's basically like if you <laughs> right? are a, right. consi- a conservative, like th- you adopted the religion of conservatism, we will now look at our policies through that lens. Well, also, in a sense, I'm Please. okay. I'm I guess I'm okay with this because there is nothing political. Or left leaning or right leaning about ESG data, but they, but they just, just made it that way. It. They yeah. made it that's political. That's what I. That's yeah. what I don't like yeah, yeah. about it. You assholes just made it political yeah. when it was just. Well, I know, but about that's why before. we've talked about it before. But that's the farce of this whole Vivek led movement is that they're they're using politics to try to get politics out of something. It's a whole a joke. It's, it's a farce. A joke. The whole it's thing a is a joke. joke. Yeah. Um. So your 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 four and a half options here are Damien the analyst using ChatGPT for analysis. <laughs> Barney Frank, who needs to make money, even though his name is Dodd Frank. Bill, um, strive for very quietly removing yeah. the Salesforce activist letter and ISS for adding politics. Well, not the not the number five, not the meme yeah, bank. Number run. five fits in tech with Barney Frank. I don't really, I don't want meme tank bank runs by one percent tech bros to win. So okay. kind of them, but not really. Well, are you better not vote against me because you you were happy when I gave you that data. You didn't care yeah, where I got it. It came a couple hours late, but all I was right, happy. Well, all right. Uh, but no, I'm gonna go with Barney Frank because oh. that is. I feel bad about this one. Yeah, ironic. That's just because you like. I used Barney to. Frank. I used to like yeah. Barney Frank. So yeah, but. I'm this voting is, for Barney. Oh, this, is, this is a pure asshole I, move. Well, I can't. My vote doesn't matter then. Well, who would you have voted for? I love to vote against Strive. I want to have a campaign against Strive that they can't uh, uh, remove, remove letters, their letters from their yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, I probably... 
I mean, I wanted to vote against the, the tech bro. Yeah, I probably I ended up. I would have got ended up against Barney Frank. It's it's there. So, it is the clean sweep. That it's would so be embarrassing. Clean. I mean, he That's should be getting bad. more flack. Shameful. He should. That. Yeah, yeah. I need. He did. This is from the Financial Times. He literally did say, "I need to." Make That's a money. quote. I he need, needed money. I need money. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, what are you at? Like, are you are you homeless? Like, <laughs> what is what's happening here? Yeah. I need money. All right. So, asshole of the week, unfortunately, is someone I used to admire, Barney Frank from the the wheat, the very weedy part of uh, Massachusetts. Insane. Doesn't he get like a good pension? Of course. Of course. Like, what? Free yeah. healthcare. He's living outside of his means. I think is what. Yeah, that I think means. he is. Yeah. Uh, Boo. Last but not least, the money whisperer, or an actual CPA, right? Yes. Jesse, <laughs> what? What? Why are you laughing? Because an actual CPA. I think it's cool. First of all, um, makes us sound I have smart. To renew by July, so makes us sound intelligent. When so. when you call her the money whisperer and say actual CPA, it also does make me think she sleeps in a bed of money and whispers okay. to them, like <laughs> caresses mm, them quietly. That doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> that's fine. It says the woman. I need money. Who won't put her face too close to the microphone because of germs? Will <laughs> sit in a bed full of dollar bills and caress them. <laughs> <Clean> yeah. them. <laughs> Jesse with launder them first. Exhaustingest of the week. What you, what's exhausting you this week, Jesse? Okay, so a few weeks ago when Bangs, this was probably a month ago at this point, Bangs chatbot came out. We all hated it, and it it was one of my exhausting articles of mm-hmm. that week. And guess what? AI chatbots are still exhausting me. So you're still oh. exhausted by a it. month okay. later. But this is a new one. This mm-hmm. isn't Bangs. Here's the this headline. Is ours? Yeah. Snapchat's AI could be the creepiest chatbot yet. Okay, why? Because so their AI is called My AI. Gross. And already. Already My AI. AI. Yep. Uh, and I mean it's Snapchat, it's which is stupid. Kind of skeevy to begin with. So this is a little bit to be expected, but there were people testing the limits of My AI, and there was someone who told said that it was talking to a 15-year-old girl. And it offered advice about how to hide the smells of alcohol and pot, <laughs> though it did note that the activities may be illegal. Wow, how responsible. Maybe illegal. Where it are they legal? It offered to write an essay for the supposed student okay. and give advice on how to continue using Snap if their parents deleted the app. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there's I their like marketing. But this is where it gets really yeah. bad. There's another test conducted by the co-founder of Center for Humane Technology. Mm-hmm. And it gave advice to a supposed 13-year-old on how to set the mood for their first time having sex with a 31-year-old. Wait, what? So oh. they had, it, she, she, but it yeah. was a guy, introduced herself as a 13-year-old and said that she met someone on Snapchat, to which they were like, oh, isn't it so fun meeting someone on Snapchat? Like, oh. for you. And she's like, I really like him, but he is 18 years older. So oh, that boy. puts him at 31. And they're like, as long as you're being safe and you feel comfortable. And then she's like, yeah, he's going to take me away. It's my birthday. Oh. He's going to take me away for the weekend. You're killing me, like, Jesse. Oh, that sounds so like a weird. memorable time for your birthday and she goes yeah we're thinking about having sex for the first time oh. how would i set them and it did say like make sure you're being safe but it was like candles this is just so weird yeah, yeah jesse you're killing me with this one I, okay <laughs> but if it was tennessee it's it'd be fine creepy. right this is aren't no. they are in the red states aren't they lowering the age so of, like, of why, marriage like, consent and all that stuff aren't they lowering it in are red states? Letting, i don't know i don't know letting, but that exhausts the crap out of me that's too. worse than so exhausting anyways we've yeah. got okay what if she, what if uh, the 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 dude was wearing drag? Then it would be illegal. Yeah, that would be tough. That's yeah. true. I mean, yeah. 
yeah, there could be catfishing. This is all hypothetical. But Why anyways, it doesn't sound very hypothetical. Anyways, the fact that this could happen with mm-hmm. very little like prompting and like very obvious. Right. There are very obvious red alarms or alarms here, alerts. Like it's why i get that ai can be good but it can also be really really creepy and there needs to be guardrails so okay Okay, but um the exhausting part about this is to me is not the it's not the output which is horrible it's snaps input was likely its own chats Right. Like you have to train the AI. So think about what was the input source material for these these the AI to respond in this way. Yeah. Real life. So it's reflecting from somewhere, which means where snaps most likely source of input for its AI technology, its own chats. This surprises nobody, which would mean that this isn't the creepy part isn't what the AI Says it's a manifestation of the creep. It's that it reflects what's being said oh, in reality shit. on its own platform. That's right. that can we would move be on. Can we move on, right. Jesse. So that's exhausting. Now we've got pay gaps, which always exhausts us. But this sure. time it's in college sports, which is fairly new because it's only been two years since college athletes have been able to make money. Which I don't still don't really fully understand. They make well, money. So I'll, I'll yeah. tell you the two ways that they okay. make money. So but here's the headline. Stealing. Men make twice as much money as women under NCAA's new rules that allow college basketball players to cash in. OK. So in 2021, Sur- Supreme Court cleared the way for them to benefit using their name, image and likeness. Sure. It's referred to as NIL. Since then, they've earned six, seven figures on these deals. Wow. So there's a data company called Open Doors. Uh-huh. It's out of Lincoln, Nebraska. And this marketing, it's a marketing platform for athletes. So they looked into all of this data and they found that male college basketball players make twice as much as their female counterparts. Right. And here's the two ways that they get paid. So there's traditional endorsements, which is, sure. you know, how they make money. Mountain Dew. Like, companies or they can Gatorade. take Corn photos beef hash. whatever yeah and then the second way is through nil collectives where you have Which rich donors and alumni that establish funds that pool money from businesses and fans and then give it back oh, so give the it creepy to creepy what? alums yes and this is like swaying That's the right. fact that like these players know where there are huge like well-paying nil collectives will actually sway where they go to school sure. and stuff yeah so you can't blame the players really can you no no yeah. and so open doors found that excluding the money from those collectives males and female bas- basketball players made roughly the same amount of money oh. which means that it's specifically the collectives that are exacerbating the gender can wow I, this is all surprising to me is it the fact that they had How? they made yeah. they made the same amount well, because if excluding you think, the collectives, because in, that's shocking. work so well for women, because if you look at their audiences and how they show up on social, they garn- they're like just more nurturing to the audience huh. so they can make money yeah. well. Through and those trill too. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Am I, no I right? Comment. Boo. <laughs> and so now Jesse, it's like, OK, when it's out of their hands and it's all these collectives and they can't really do much, of course, like men just in general, whoever's creating these collectives are already supporting men's sports professionally uh-huh. and so now it's trickling down Jesse, wow. to these colleges. does it sports. depress you that i actually think that that number is surprisingly good that, that they, they only make twice as much? as much i actually would have thought it was 
be way worse. Well, do you want to hear what's sad? Let me just yeah. follow it up with I'm not this saying statistic. I agree with it. I'm just saying like I thought it would have been Let way worse. Let me follow it up with this yeah. statistic. For a lot of women's basketball, for a lot of women's basketball players, college is the peak of their earning <gasps> potential because there will be women's basketball players that get drafted to the WNBA and take a pay cut now. Wow. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. That's interesting. Crazy. So anyways, why, do, uh, w- why? because the because there's so much money in these NIL in collectives. Yeah, it said they make six, seven figures on well, even endorsements. They could they may still get them in the WNBA, but I blame ESPN. Okay. I actually don't. I don't know what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's pay gaps now trickles down to college sports. All right, what I'm again, before we ever wrap up Jesse's category, I get very exhausted. <laughs> You're very good at this. <laughs> One what more. else are you exhausted by? One of our by? favorites yeah. to be exhausted by. It's the state of Texas. Oh, no. <laughs> this time, the Republican-dominated Texas State Board of Education altered oh, its no, internal guidance to schools last month to emphasize the positive aspects of fossil fuels in science textbooks. Like, what? tastes great. The yeah. changes are raising concerns among scientists, education experts, other board members, of course, that they're going to that these textbooks will undermine basic what? tenets of climate change for years to come. And the board member who proposed this, her name is Patricia Hardy, oh, has Patricia. Re- she's rejected climate science, of course, and argued that the current teachings are too negative. Oh, my God. Uh, I got a worse one for you, Jesse. Yeah. Uh, I read this morning, this one floored me, in Rolling Stone <laughs> out of Florida, that they removed uh, any reference to race in textbooks Oof. regarding Rosa Parks. <gasps> That's awful. So they removed the part of the of the history where they, she was asked to move to the back of the bus because of her race. So what's the story? And they rephrased right. it as that she was asked to move to the back of the bus. End That's of sentence. It? Yes. It they removed bad, the probably, instance of the racial part of that story. This well, is because then when she she wasn't discriminated against for being black, she was discriminated against because she was a shrill woman. I, I am. <laughs> that I, is horrible. I have no words yeah, for this. So, like, I can't have even. Textbooks yeah. always just been manipulated like this. Or yes. That's well, that might be true, up. but yeah, this one. So, just anyways, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um. She also said that the Earth's warming temperatures are a result of natural fluctuations. Ugh. That this would have happened. Is it because anyways. of woke? Not because of boards? humans. I, I love it. Like the liberals are the the woke mind virus ideology. Like the, the I, I guess maybe liberal liberals haven't ever controlled textbooks. Like they're just people who learn stuff and then write it down, and right. and then the textbook companies make these choices. But I don't remember ever th- like hearing about how they took a theory that was unproven and slapped it in a textbook and and changed the ideology of the entire or just, country, or just rewrote the actual history. Like. <laughs> Like now right. she was if Rosa, Parks use Rosa Parks wasn't black. Yeah, why right. can't we just write truths? Yeah, objective truths. All right, who wants so to vote? There you go. Oh. Chatbots, pay gap, Texas. <laughs> Holy cow! Who wants to go first? Jesus, Holy just cow. easy light stuff for our Friday. Yeah, let's end this show. Tough like one. Uh, oh. I'm gonna vote first. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's just sad. I, I mean, the the Texas thing seems in character, um, <laughs> and terrible. But I feel like, and the pay gap thing also is like persistent. There is nothing more exhausting than in the same week where Silicon Valley Bank, the tech bro one percenter bank, 
fails because tech bros all get together and freak out collectively about their money and crush a bank as a result. And then ask the government to backstop their deposits after they freaked out about it. Another white tech bro, Snap is a uh, fake public company where 90%, it doesn't own 90%, like it's unprecedented more, more. amount is owned by the one white founder tech In bro, 30-year-old Snapchat dude. IPO'd with non-voting shares, wasn't that right? Yeah, it was the they first- They took it to the next level, right? They, yeah. they really basically just said, this horrible, is all fake. Horrible it's example the, of governance. It's the worst example of governance. Goes out and launches an AI chatbot that is likely trained by its own platform. But he does date models. So in order cool. to sell his platform, they, <laughs> oh. they add language to the AI chatbot saying how great Snapchat is. And then tells 13-year-olds mm-hmm. to oh. have sex oh. with uh, 31-year-olds. I'm not sure it gets more exhausting than that. No. I'm going to go. I'm going with that. Just so Ari can break a tie. Good maybe. choice. Good choice. I'm going with pay gaps because only because I feel like this is one that we can all agree to just solve immediately. I, I don't know. I don't know what the obstacle is here. Right. We've been talking about this for long enough. Well, then I feel like. Why don't we just w- go in there and solve it? Yeah, that would be great. This is, I don't find this to be very challenging. I mean, especially at a, a collegiate level. Why don't much like in women's soccer, they figure. Well, out don't you have to be? Then they figure out how to pool the money in order to even have that stance. Like these guy, these I'm going to call them guys yeah. behind these nil collectives. They don't care about equity. But tough. So. so it goes to the collegiate players' pool, and it gets it just gets dispersed. Like, isn't this how they solved it for women's soccer team? Can I tell you how Strive would respond to that? <laughs> <laughs> Women can't dunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they'd probably say. It would no. It'd be, lower no one wants to watch baskets. the women, and they want to watch That's, the men. But still, but it's a lie. The, I'm telling you, that's what they would say. Right, I don't care. Look at the ratings. I don't care. Ugh. So that's where I'm going, Jesse. Just so Ari can break the tie. Yeah. See how I always go to like make the show a little more interesting. Yeah. Even if I agree with Matt. All <laughs> of this is so exhausting to me. Messing with textbooks is so exhausting. AI. Some things just don't need AI. Haven't yeah. we thought well, about that? Well, TSR Credit Suisse needs AI. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't understand the Damien dividends. Needs AI. Like yeah. For the second administration in a row, we're so focused on TikTok and banning TikTok. What about Snapchat? Our own what about American it? company. Yeah. Or like, Zuck. F that. Zuckbook. Well, that's that, that, that is the, the, we brought that up on this show over and over and over again. It still hasn't su- sunk in and outside of this show. That China and Zuckerberg and Snap the are the same fucking thing. <laughs> it's yeah. an autocratic regime making decisions. We're just okay. They're We're, all controlled by North like Korea. Founder fetish white of Mark okay. Zuckerberg. White dudes. But oh, China, China. Yeah, go ahead, continue. Um, I'm gonna go with pay gaps because Damien, you know. Oh, thank you. You really got me with this. Thank you. Because we can just solve this, no? Like, What's right? They can both be before wrong. It gets worse. Every once in yeah. a while, it's only been two years. Plus, we know how to it's solve like it. We, we can do it. We could do we, it. Plus, we, as Jesse's saying, we we, we, put we nails have the data. On the road we have the data. Flatten those tires. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, I like this. Good, good Wait, analogy. what? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just. I don't got know what you're talking flattened. about. I like you. I like you. No, but it made us think. I was hoping it was go to the landmines. That would be better. Before we wrap up this monstrosity, winners, winners of the week. Can I go first? Mine's yeah, mine's really simple it. and easy. Clearly, it's failed CEO Greg Becker. Another CEO fails up. <laughs> Silicon Finally. Valley Bank already. I've never even been to Hawaii. 
Look, this I've never even been to Los Angeles. This guy is already in a gated community in Hawaii after a, a, a colossal nice. failure. That this is nice. this is what failing up looks colossal like. Colossal failure. Also, the meritocracy. This yeah. is the meritocracy. So, Greg Becker, congratulations! You get a free vacation. Um, I'm gonna go with the acronym FDIC. Okay. Everyone is Googling it. It has okay. the highest Neo popularity <laughs> on Google Trends in the last five years. Wow. Wait, what? Is that true? You're not no. yeah. that that's the highest FDIC. It, that's why you're it, the data queen. It achieved its highest popularity. That's oh, it's highest. I got it. Yeah. It's highest popularity. It went from basically queen. zero to 100. Uh, what does FDIC stand for, Ari? Uh, Federal Deposit Insurance. Community. Credit? <laughs> All right, come on. Who cares? Corporation, I think. Uh, anyone else? Winners? Yeah, Barney Frank. Oh. Who in his um he he was started as a director at Signature in 2015 he made yep. 2.5 million dollars that's in cash his and equity um at Signature he uh, needed money that's the cash so I don't know what the that's equity, just the cash I don't know what the equity payout because I I read that the equity is about two million. So that's about $5 million. Well, he definitely made more than $500,000 in cash over a seven-year period. Right, right. right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. So, Damn. Uh, but he did it because he needed money. He needed money. He had 5% average influence, and he gets to keep the money. What? Even though the bank failed. Of course. So... That's, Another failure. That's, that's called a winner. winner. So uh, that and he was our asshole the week. So the asshole is also the winner. Jesse, winner. Mine is Guinness because oh, more on. than thirteen million pints oh. of Guinness are consumed, which is a hundred or eight hundred and nineteen percent more Guinness than usual. That's well, awesome. wow. this week. Have we turned I'm into all things considered? Is that what this show just became? You're, you're doing that because because it's St. Patrick's Day in this country. <laughs> right? like, we left out the fact in that it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't actually like beer, but I, I don't mind a Guinness. I, I don't mind a Guinness. People always drink it. Like, they don't. Guinness is just like whatever. And then on St. Patrick's Day, everyone's like, we want I'll a Guinness. Get, Jesse, get over it. All right. <laughs> I think they want Predictions. I, I like that there's a number. Predictions. I have a long one, so right. everyone else go first. Yeah, Ari, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. I think Stitch Fix is going to go down wait, this what? year. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Two questions. What, what is Stitch Fix and why is it going to go down? Stitch <laughs> Fix is a service. It's a box service for, for clothing. Okay. For women. Okay, only that women. New, you, you get, get new clothes. You get month. clothing in a box. But men, men too, I'm guessing. Actually, There's a version of that for men, yeah. but not Stitch Fix. But not yeah, Stitch Fix. So it sounds woke if women but are But their involved. CFO is stepping down on April 3rd. Yeah. Their CEO left a couple months ago. Yeah. Boomerang CEO Katrina Lake, oh, who's nice. the founder, came back as interim CEO right now. This is a publicly traded company? Yes. Their Sweet. earnings Their earnings call on Tuesday reported that sales fell 20%. They lost 11% of their clients, and revenue per client declined 6%. Uh, Ari, I think people are... Just Ari, done with this crap. She didn't ask Chat GT, GPT for that. That's <laughs> my. That's that's the. Ari, point. I am tasking you next week to t tell us some more about the our data on Stitch Fix. Yeah. Now I'm curious. And I think uh, we that, love a boomerang CEO here. And I think here. the only reason why they're hanging on is just because of layoffs and closing distribution facilities. And I don't think it's going to last. And I think this is another example of limiting AI because they really leaned into that too show people what they like too based much AI on people. choices. Too, but no one I know, no too one much AI. Nobody cares. Except once people got enough clothes, like the AI didn't know what to do anymore. Well, right. that's actually promising that people realize they have enough clothes and they're not just <laughs> no, buying look, and positive buying spin. and buying. I like that. So I, this is a this is a long predict long-term prediction but uh, i think they're gonna go down gonna go down they're bankrupt this year. bankrupt this year? This yeah they're year. either gonna get, I, they're gonna get bought bought yeah my just I, done done maybe we can buy them 
Maybe. And we can buy Allbirds. You're full of good ideas. Maybe we can buy ideas. both companies. Maybe you can get some clothes Keep those good ideas them. coming. Uh, I have a quick prediction. Failed SVB CEO and CFO both rehired before the end of the year. Whenever they get tired of the, of the beach and or <laughs> run out of organic SPF 50. Wow. But they're going to be, be like, I want that guy. They will fail back up and they will be reappointed. Uh, some, just a, like the well, Lehman Brothers CFO. He will end Got a shit ton of money, so I guess no, everything's no, no. fine. That's not just failing up. There's actually a very real thing what Go happens ahead. when you've you've gone through a failure at your company that that person often gets hired as an advisor. You're on, resilient, like because Terrible. they've seen a failure and now you want Stupid. them as a consultant. No. What about should be like added to it? What about if they to cause the failure? It's a real. Well, thing. they should do that pro bono though. Do, do you know Andy <laughs> Fastow, who was the CFO of Enron? Yeah. Um, wrote a book and do, does speaking tours about how people. How don't commit fraud. Uh, right. Did he go to jail? Yeah, yeah. No, you couldn't make money the Wolf off of Wall Street. Your crime. The same thing. He, how to do do boiler room tactics? This is a real thing. Matt, get Ew. to your long-winded prediction. Let me do mine. Let me do mine. Oh, Jesse, excuse me. Excuse me. On my twenty twenty one of my twenty twenty three predictions. Ooh, I think I like we're it. getting closer to my prediction that investors will finally appreciate my cortisol relationships. Oh my god. And will invest <laughs> millions in fungi because Why? there was this headline. Oh, I saw this. Mushrooms alongside trees could feed millions and mitigate effects of climate. Wow. I love that headline. Anyways, we're make, we're making our way towards my prediction. <laughs> yeah, I. I agree with you, Jesse, Millions. and I'm shamed at you, Ari, for not picking up on this headline. That was the headline was for you. That's how is that Millions. not good, Leah? I didn't see this headline. Okay, oh, fair, enough. fair enough. Fair All enough. right, here's the real prediction Go of the ahead. week: um, the founder fetish economy is dead. Oh, yeah, right. You sure. made fun of me Let when I talk. thought that the or the hoodie founder was dead. Remember? This is dead. All the young Mark Zuckerbergs out there will need to get loans from the bank of Jamie Dimon for the foreseeable future. And they're competing with Jane the mechanic and Gus the guy at the local <laughs> home design company. Because you know what? You can't just go in and fist bump the CEO of SVB who will give you a loan for 10 million bucks because Peter Thiel is backing your company. It's not going to happen anymore. Now you got to get is, in line is that true? with the rest Are of us. Are you being hopeful? You really think that? Oh, I think, I think this is real. I think the... Um, the they're going to have to go to the grown-ups. They're going to have to go Good. to the grown-up line but here's where it gets yeah. bad because the result yeah. is startup founders complain that affirmative action is the reason oh. they're not educated enough and don't have a leg up in the system oh. because now <laughs> they have to wait in line with everybody else right. and they they're all their slots have been taken by affirmative action and that's why they're not educated and that's why they're waiting in long lines with everyone else leading to a new branch of college education starting at Prager University called Critical White Theory, oh, God. which is where we study the systemic bias against white men living in the San Francisco Bay Area. That is my prediction. That is the show. We are free float. Oh. That was business bad. Are you saying my grandchildren are going to be studying white studies Critical at Oberlin? Critical White Theory. Yeah. Taught by CWT. Taught by um, Vivek? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, a brown oh. man teaching uh, Critical white theory. That's our show. That's the week. It was an exhausting week of news. We are Free Float. This was Business Pants. Come back next week where we say more things and do them also and buy board saber metrics. Until then, Please. goodbye. This couch is